Welcome, everybody. Myself uh, and Christina Richardson are kind of heading the call tonight. Um, we are going to bro broach the topic of challenges, Team Beachbody challenges. Um, we're going to get to that in just a second. We're going to talk to you guys about how to run an effective challenge, how to really uh, take advantage with the the no coach point needed for success club for the remainder of this year and really not only just rock your challenges but uh, rack up some points too in success club. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, actually quite in-depthly about that. But before we do that, we did want to get to the fun stuff and go over some rank advancements. We had quite a few of them that were were reported um, this morning from from several different teams. Uh, we definitely wanted to, to uh, mention all of them. We have first, um, Jeff Wald is a brand new diamond coach and sponsoring coach is Heather Hardy. So congratulations to Jeff. Uh, Christina Richardson, one of yours. Dawn Matkin is a brand new diamond coach from your team, correct? Yes, absolutely. She went diamond today. Woohoo! All right, so that puts you where? Uh, six star qualifying. Six Thanks star to my qualifying. outrageous team. They're just really knocking it out of the park. They're doing. They're doing big things. So yeah, six star qualifying now. Congratulations, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, brand new Emerald coach Elaine Miller, sponsoring well, coach Amy Miller. So congratulations, Elaine and Amy. Um, Becky, I'm going to probably mess up this last name, so I apologize, Tammy, if you're listening. Becky Bunch, uh, brand new Emerald coach out of Tammy Quarren's team, Team Onyx. So congratulations to both Becky and Tammy. We also have another new – we have a lot of Emeralds, Christina. We got uh, awesome. Sherry Barnes, uh, sponsoring coach Jeff Baker. Congrats, Sherry and Jeff. Erica Forrester, a new Emerald coach. Sponsoring coach, Dawn Madkin. Uh, brand new Emerald coach, Shauna Proman. And that is, I believe, your coach, right, Christina? Yeah, Shauna's doing fantastic with the business. We do have a lot of Emeralds this week. And, and uh, they're doing, it's, you know, what does Jason say? The business is built on Emeralds, and, and they're the foundation of what we, we make happen. So that's, it's a... Uh, Amazing thing. Absolutely, and Emerald Factory is what we're looking to to produce here because once you get to Emerald, you're really vested in your business and things start to get exciting. So, uh, brand new Emerald coach Brooke um, didn't put a last name, but a brand new Emerald Brooke from Maro Lanini's team. And then we also have Will Branham, actually out of Team Sparty and Team um, Extreme Team from from my neck of the woods, sponsoring coach Jason Douglas. Uh, one more that I know for a fact happened this morning. I don't see it on here. Matthew Bolt is a brand-new Emerald coach sponsored by Tammy Bolt, her husband, out of Team Onyx once again from Tammy Quarren's team. So congratulations to all the ranks. I will open it up, Christina, to not only you or anybody on the call, period. All the lines are unmuted. Um, if, we, if you guys did not get a chance to report it and did want to give a shout-out to any new rank advancement. I I don't know if Mike I've, had something to announce or just happened to announce his name right when he came on. Oh, sorry. Announce a name. Go ahead, Mike. I uh, just announced a name. That's all. You, I think you're just chiming in, Jeff. Okay. Um, uh, that's everybody for me. I think I don't. Uh, I haven't been online a lot today, so I hope I didn't miss anybody on my team. Um, you know, I I'm big on making sure people get recognized. But as far as I know, right now. Uh, that is everybody from our team. But if anybody's here that knows of anything I don't, then please speak up. Um, but I think that's it from our team. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Okay, guys, um, we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's call. And I'm going to basically be going over um, what I think is really important to run a Team Beachbody Challenge. And Christina is going to be my, my complimentary uh um, information here. If anything you, you think is pertinent, Christina, just butt right in. We definitely want to take advantage, guys, of October, November, and December. We got the holidays coming up. We have a lot of people who obviously are looking to get back into routines right now with school starting here in the last 30 days. And the Team Beachbody Challenges, in my opinion, is really the nuts and bolts of this business right now. I know for me, and I think Christina probably will attest to it as well, 
especially I, I know Christina happened to be in the pilot group for this before it was even rolled out. The, the challenges for me really easily um, more than doubled, practically tripled my income from when they were introduced at leadership September 2011 till leadership this year. The challenges, the challenge group concept is the easiest way for a brand new coach, an existing coach, a veteran coach, for anybody really to take your business to another level. It is the easiest way for a brand new coach to come in on a level playing field where they don't feel like they're competing and you know, they're not a nine, ten star diamond and they feel like they can't do what we're doing, that's crap. The Vinny. the Team Beach Body Challenges puts everybody in a level playing field because you all out there have friends, family members, coworkers, people that you're gonna meet day in, day out that are all invitable. One of the three vital behaviors that was covered at Summit, one of the, um, I think it's actually the most important one, is invite, invite, invite. And that's got everything to do with the Team Beachbody Challenge. I know one of the, the, the biggest things that people, I think, struggle with is actually doing just that, going out and talking to people about not only Beachbody, maybe the coaching opportunity, but learning how to get them in the Team Beachbody Challenges. And in my opinion, it's really a um, it's a pretty simple you know simple process of getting somebody interested in being in your challenge. Part of the brand new seven step document, which replaced the Getting Started Right guide, for those of you that have not seen it, have not printed it out, or pulled it off of the back office yet, is the five step invite process and how to invite people to your Team Beachbody challenges. It's obviously a great framework. It's a great way for you to um, invite people through a five-step process. It does need to be personalized. You're going to want to take these five steps as you're sending them through Facebook or email or text messaging, however you're doing it, and you're going to want to put your personal. Give me my headphones. You're going to want to put your personal touch on it, so the the individuals who are receiving these messages don't feel like they just gotten an automated message from a robot. So you do want to put a personal touch on it, but these five steps have been test, tested, time you know, time tested and proven to work. Um, I know a lot of the the star diamonds and diamonds listening in tonight use these five steps. Um, I don't like the word cookie cutter, but it's it kind of does fit in this particular you know instance here. They use these steps day in and day out with that personalization and find people enough people every single month to add to their their challenges, and we're going to talk about how to run those challenges in a little bit. But first off, I want you guys to pull that document, and this is a this is a good call tonight, guys, to be having a pen and paper and taking notes out. Yes, you can you know listen to it, but good old pen and paper and notes is always such an awesome way to to uh, you know to look down on things and actually put them into play. So invite, invite, invite. I want you guys to go into the back office sometime. Maybe you're going to do it during the call while I'm talking or, or after the call, but it's under the Getting Started tab under the CEO Welcome in the Coach Online office. You're going to see two opportunities on that page to click and pull that document up, and the five-step process is in there. If you're in Union Hall or Team Sparty or Team Lightning Strike, which is probably the majority of the people on this call tonight, um, I think, Christina, you probably do as well. I have the five steps in a document format right on the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I sure do. Yep, so those are there for you guys to pull from the team pages as well. The uh, The only thing that you're obviously going to need to put in there in addition to that personalization is to pick which video, and I think it's step four and five, um, is going to fit you. I personally have changed the video that I've sent out over the course of the last year, and I have once again switched to the brand new, um, I call it the hand gesture video, the hand puppet video. If you guys have not seen that yet, it's the brand new one that just came out within the last 14 days since leadership. Um, it is basically Team Beachbody produced, and it is, um, I call it the picture and hand slide video where the the, the the voice of the Shakeology, Harry, is basically talking about the Team Beachbody Challenge. That one's out there for you. There's also the brand new, um, I call it the Let's Make a Deal Team Beachbody Challenge video using Dan Cortez in the game show format. You guys haven't seen that one out there. 
that is a really cool, exciting one in regards to explaining the Team Beachbody Challenge and winning, winning prizes from it. Uh, I'm hearing myself on an echo, so if you guys can make sure your lines are muted, I'd really appreciate it. And if you don't have mute on your, uh, on your phone, star six. So those are a great opportunity for you guys to take a look at those videos and pick which one is going to work for you in step four. Uh, I think it's step three or four. I'm not sure what, what step it is, but those five steps are really great for getting people interested in your challenge group. So where do you find people for Team Beachbody Challenges? You know, it's really where don't you find people. You, you encounter individuals every single day, whether you're on social media or whether you're belly-to-belly -belly in front of somebody talking to them. Every person that you meet, greet, and socially meet is an opportunity for you to turn them into a, a challenge, you know, challenge group participant. Just because they're fit does not mean that they won't commit to a challenge. Uh, there are obviously extreme programs that you can put together for some of your fit customers. But the only way that you don't find challengers is when you decide to not invite or, or keep your mouth shut when you meet somebody brand new. Now, a good friend of mine, Lindsay Matway, put a video out there the other day about basically meeting, you know, when, when you talk to people on a daily basis, when you meet people. Um, I had posted it on a, a group that I'm in for, for some boot campers to kind of look at, and it was a great, great video basically talking about are you making an exposure, are you making a deposit? And not, not to go in-depth into that, but it, it, it centers around, you know, talking to people. And I know Christina will agree and, and a lot of the successful coaches on this call who have running challenge groups would agree that the first time you meet somebody or talk to somebody on Facebook does not mean that that invite has to come out of your mouth. You were, you were, um, you know, you were somebody before you were a coach, and you obviously met and and interacted with people on a daily basis before you had this coaching title added to whoever you know you are today. And that doesn't change who you are just because you're a coach. As far as when you meet people. I would tell you guys that when I meet people belly to belly day in and day out and I meet people on Facebook, you know, they add me as a friend or I get tweeted by somebody or whatever because of a picture and a conversation ensues, you know, 80% of the time that first conversation or maybe the first couple of sets of conversation doesn't have anything more than to do with just getting to know that person and getting to understand, you know, who that person is. You do not have to get out your, you know, your coach hat and invite them to a challenge in that first conversation. It's not necessary. Don't feel that way. Get to know the person. Let them know that you're interested in who they are as an individual, and that conversation will eventually turn into, you know, what do you do for a living? Or tell me more about what I'm seeing on your Facebook page about this Beachbody Challenge or you're always wearing Beachbody clothes or, you know, what are you drinking? That conversation will get to that. So I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is when they do meet somebody for the first time, they're immediately looking at them as fresh meat and an opportunity to turn, turn that person into a challenger. You've got to get that concept out of your head. Just be who you are and, and, you know, meet people because you want to meet people and let that progression into possibly inviting them to a challenge um, progress to where it's going it's, it's gonna to be natural. And you're going to find maybe some people that just isn't that right fit, and that's okay. Um, I still manage to invite, you know, well over 20, 25 people every single month into some type of challenge group, whether it's my reset challenge group, maybe the one that I'm actively in right now for Body Beast, or my, my living group, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, about the different types of groups that you can run yeah. and, and how you run them. So, you know, that's, that's my advice for inviting people and meeting people and eventually getting into that conversation. Um, once again, guys, please hit mute. I'm hearing some conversation in the background. And we definitely want to make sure that uh, everybody can, can hear because I'm leaving the lines unmuted. Um, so that's the, the invite process. That's how you find people. That's what you do when you, when you do find people. I would tell you guys a great avenue um, of, of finding new people in addition to what I had mentioned earlier, people adding you and belly to belly, 
is other groups, other what I call passion groups that you might be already involved in on Facebook or things that you guys are interested and into in life besides fitness and Beachbody are obviously still prevalent in your life. Those people that know me and know me well know that I have a few different loves other than Beachbody, and that's Michigan State, uh, Lincoln Park, and Walt Disney World. Those three things are really prevalent in my family's life, and I'm a member of a lot of those groups on Facebook and and, and other avenues, um, you know, in in the in cyberspace. And it's a great place to meet new people every single day that share some of the same passions. It's really cool when you encounter somebody that has a same passion or same interest as you because a great friendship will in, will ensue and eventually that that friendship leads to conversations that always end up at what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a beach body coach. So, my advice to you guys is to get on get on um Facebook, get on Twitter, get on Pinterest, get on social cam, get on all these great, great avenues that help build your business and join some groups, find some people that are interested in things that you have interest in other than Beachbody, you know, other than being a coach because that those relationships that you build will relate, will intermingle into what you do as a coach and you will find quite a few people on a monthly basis. Uh, a yearly basis to not only build your team Beachbody Challenges, but build your team of coaches, and you're going to find yourself in the same position, doubling and tripling your income. So, um, Christina, anything you think you might want to add to any of that that I said so far? Yeah, one of the things, I'm glad that you brought that up, um, Jeff, is because I have I have coaches come to me all the time, and they say, I, I you know, I go to P90X, and I, all, I find other coaches, or I I talk to people and they've already got a coach or, you know, these things. And I, I, the first thing I ask them is, well, who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Tell me about who you are. What are you into? Do you like to rock climb? Do you like, you know, are you a homeschooler? Are you, you know, because that's one of my niches is that I'm a mom and I'm a homeschooler and I'm a Christian. And so I can, there's other places for us to meet people besides the P90X page. You know, this is about networking. And so the response I usually get back from that coach is, well, what am I do? What do you mean I'm going to go meet somebody on, you know, hair fashion page or, you know, whatever they're into, surfing or whatever? Well, yes, all you have to do is just go make those connections, bring them into your world. In in this instance, my reference being Facebook, your Facebook world, as a friend and connect with people, you've added to your network, and at some point, like Jeff is saying, Beachbody's going to come up. It doesn't have to come up in that first conversation. This is about growing your connections, growing your friends list, growing your reach. So if you imagine yourself, if you put your arm out straight, um, parallel to the floor, and you just put your arm out straight, and you spun in a circle. Now I want you to imagine that your arm can get longer, and how many people can you reach with different topics, whether it be, you know, what whatever you're into. Who are you? Ask yourself, who am I? What do I like to do? What am I good at? What am I? What? How can I connect with people on some other level? Are you? You know, I don't know. Are you into dirt bikes? Are you into BMX racing? Are are you into mudding? I don't know. What are you into? And go find people in that same thing that you can connect with on that, whatever that thing is. It doesn't have to be about Beachbody. It doesn't have to be about P90X. It doesn't have to be about insanity. It's about meeting people. When you came into this business, the first thing that your sponsor should have done with you is work your warm market. Okay, so you work your warm market and you've talked to those people. So why would you not go out and increase your warm market? For sure. I mean guys, we're we're entering a a big season right now that there's probably a lot of guys on the line that like to hunt. You know, there's tons of hunting groups out there on Facebook and, and, and socially. 
and vice versa, the hunting widows, I guess they call them, the ladies who are ladies' nights out while the guys are hunting, they're all meeting each other and doing things. Guys, these are all great opportunities to go ahead and start to, like Christina said, extend that warm market, bring new people into your into your network, whether you're um, out with a bunch of buddies hunting over the, the holidays here or or home, you know, you know, as a as a as a, a spouse going out with your friends and such, and you know, there's an opportunity for you to come together here. Holiday parties are coming up. You guys are going to have tons of opportunities to extend that warm market. It's so important. So, um, I think that's a, a good kickstart as far as you know where to find people. How do you know once you find them, you're going to want to take that five-step process and invite. Um, obviously, that five-step process is not the only way to invite people to challenges. We have a lot of coaches successful doing it other ways, but it is a great piece of framework for people to use if you just, you know, you feel lost on where to start with inviting people once you've got some people in mind. Um, so let's move forward into actually running your challenge groups, and the there's several different concepts for this, and none of them are the right way, none of them are the wrong way. If they work for you, that works for you. I've actually tweaked my thinking to running uh, challenge groups. Uh, I've come full circle from a lot of people, you know, from looking at Christina, from looking at some other coaches, and uh, Tommy Migrant had a big influence on how I run my groups. And, you know, there's several different approaches to it. There's the, I call it the original approach, and this is probably what you were testing when you were in that test group, Christina, so far so long ago. But there's uh, you know, five to five people, you know, round about five people, a new group every single month, a new Facebook group you're creating for those five people. That's like the original concept where everybody's doing the same program. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. If you have the ability to and the time frame and the the bandwidth to run a new group every single month and you have five people for just P90X or five for Insanity or TurboFire, do it. Um, you know, that's a concept. The The concept that I'm using these days, and I did start doing it that way, guys, and I was very successful with it, but I've adapted and changed over time just for um, bandwidth purposes, to not stretch myself too thin, um, and also not to sound like a robot, to be honest with you, by posting some of the same things in multiple groups. But I went to what's called a living group concept, meaning I have one group now that I run for um, everything except for the ultimate reset. And I do have a separate group right now for my Body Beast uh, participants because it's such a new program that we're, I'm going through. But for, the, but for the most part, you know, that's not necessary for you guys. Um, but the living group concept is everybody is in the same group, whether you're coming in at different months, starting with different programs, it's, it doesn't matter to me when you come in. As long as you, the coach, are good at keeping good records, meaning I have a good old notepad on my desk, and I know when people have come into this group, so I can look at that, 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 um, you know, that list of, of challenge participants at any given time, and I know when they came in with what program. As long as you're good with the, how, you know, the record keeping, it doesn't matter if you're bringing people in at different times with different programs. Now, Christina may have a different philosophy on it, but I've been wildly successful by doing it this way because the way I look at it is as long as everybody is keeping each other accountable and fired up in there, as long as everybody's doing two common things, you're talking about, you know, your nutrition um, every single day, what you ate, you know, keeping each other accountable to that, and posting that you got your workout in, whether it be P90X shoulders and arms or Turbo Fire Hit 15 or Insanity Plyometric Cardio Circuit, you know, you're posting what you got in. Um, that's the important things. The the other posts are a number of things that you're going to see from people. You're going to see uh, pictures being posted, maybe of somebody working out, maybe some inspirational videos that you might find on the internet. Beachbody is putting together all these challenge group. Uh, trainer videos, meaning, you know, you got Sagi Kalev um, basically talking about what you should be experiencing in week number six, and that's a video you can post in week number six. Tony does the same thing for P90X and Sean T and, and Shailene for Insanity and Turbo Fire. So you, Beachbody is putting great material for you to put in your challenge groups now. 
uh, you, the coach, you're going to be putting inspirational sayings in there, you know, all different types of things. And you're going to see that through your hard work, a lot of your challenge group participants who may be doing the minimum at the start because they're shy and getting to know everybody will open up and start to really take the uh, the lead on helping you coach those participants in there. So what I'm basically saying is your challengers are going to turn into coaches, and you're going to want to take a good note of that. Um, we'll talk about here in a second what you do when you start to see that. But these groups take on a mind of their own. The cool thing about a living group for me is I've got so many veterans in there who have been in there a while that there's always multiple coaches in there keeping people inspired. Um, the reason I also like a living group is because I only have one group for the most part to go into on a daily basis and talk with everybody. I don't feel like I'm having to take cookie-cutter approaches and and copy and paste things into the same groups because I always kind of felt that, you know, the individuality or the personalization was so important in these groups. And now with one living group, I can be really real to these people and I'm talking to, to individuals in there and it's affecting everybody at once versus having to go through several groups. So, um, you know, that's the, the concept of, you know, a single group versus a living group. Um, Christina, do you have any, you know, uh, opinions on what you like best as far as the style? Yeah, like you, I've done all of the above, and I actually have kind of a hodgepodge of everything right now because I'm in the transition of going back to what you refer to as a living group. And uh, the biggest thing that I've noticed is that, and the biggest thing that I'm, I struggle with, um, quite honestly, is keeping good records and how critical that is, whether you have a spreadsheet or something to keep a record of when people started. And then I've actually taken it one step further, and I'm going to mention something that I don't usually mention because I try not to recommend things that will cost us money. But I am, I am looking into a follow-up email system. So now you've got your records. Um, for each one of your clients in your challenge group. And I love the material Beachbody is putting out, the individualized week-by-week -week videos. But when you have a live group, it's kind of awkward to put week three P90X video out there on the page because it doesn't apply to everybody in the group and it just doesn't seem to really fit for me. So what I'm planning to do is I'm going to write a follow-up system for each group so that when I have somebody sign up for, say, a P90X challenge, I'm going to funnel them through a follow-up system. And what a follow-up system is, it's, a, it's automated generated emails from me. And so on week one, they'll get an email from me and it'll, you know, it'll give them their first, hey, how's everything going? Here's a video from Tony. These are some tips I personally have as your coach for week one. And so that will go out to the P90X people, maybe weekly, maybe every other week or whatever. I haven't set it up yet. Um, and I'll do that for each one of the programs or, the, or my heavy hitters. I have usually a lot of P90X, Insanity, and TurboFire people. So in addition to like my live group, I'm planning on doing this email system. There's a couple different services you can use if you guys want to check one out. Aweber.com is one of them. It's A-W-E-B-E-R.com. And basically, you go in there and you write the emails, and they, the client, signs up for your quote newsletter or follow-up system, and it'll automatically generate the emails for you on the time basis that you want them generated. So it's kind of a neat way to utilize the material that Beachbody's given us without having to post it out to your Facebook group, where it doesn't really apply to everyone. It's a little bit more personalized at that point. Very cool. Very cool. So guys, um, that's kind of the concepts of the challenge groups, you know, what you're expected to do in them, how you can obviously pick from a, a couple different formats to run them. Um, one of the things that you, you know, I'm so, so, um, I'm going to say a stickler for, is just making sure that you don't forget about the people who invested and trusted in you in a Team Beachbody Challenge. I, I, I see I've been added by my team time to time to their groups and I kind of see them fizzle and dud out. And uh, what I notice is, you know, sometimes the coaches will complain to me that my group just isn't taking off, and I have to be honest with that coach and say, I don't see you posting your workouts. I don't see you 
doing what you said you were going to do to help this customer out. And these groups really live and die with how active you are. Um, with that being said, you will have from time to time, and this is just a, t a statistic that I have encountered, and I'm sure it's very similar for Christina and for really probably the network itself, is about 20-30% dropout ratio from some of your participants. It just happens. Life gets in the way for some people. They may not be, all of a sudden they start to go what I call AWOL. You don't know, you, you haven't heard from them. You don't have seen them post. You know, they were posting every day for 10, 11 days, and then all of a sudden nothing. And, you know, what I am not a fan of is calling that person out in the group. Um, I think that sometimes can be taken the wrong way. and can push that person even farther away because they might be struggling with something very personal. So what I always recommend doing is taking it outside of the group, messaging that person, you know, shooting them a message through Facebook, or if you know them well, calling them, however means you pick to get a hold of them, and reaching out and finding out what's going on, trying to get, trying to get them re-engaged, trying to help them through whatever obstacle or roadblock they're encountering. But taking that conversation with that 20 to 30% who might be dropping off and getting them to re-engage. You may be successful, you may not, but that doesn't mean you stop the group because you still have four, maybe five, depending on how many people you added in your group, there that do want your help. So you're going to encounter that. You need to accept that and get used to that. It's nothing you did or nothing did wrong unless you were just not participating. But if you were running a group the way you should, it will happen from time to time, and that is not supposed to discourage you. You take the conversations off, offline, and you try to reengage that person. If you ultimately can't get a hold of them or they just won't reengage, you just got to remember there's still three, four, or five other people in that group that do want your help. You know, unless you're running a living group, you probably won't see it as much because there's so many people in there, but um, it is going to happen. You will see people drop off. Um, that is one thing you do have to be cognizant about in a living group because sometimes you have uh, 15, 20 people in that group because you're kind of combining two to three months. And the reason I say you're, you know, only three months is because, you know, our longest program is 90 days. People will, at 90 days, decide in a living group, do they want to continue in the group with another program or are they going to become a coach themselves and you're going to move them over to your team pages and have them start to run challenge groups of their own? So it's pretty, you know, with the living group, it's pretty common to have about 15 people, maybe 20 um, in there uh, at the most, even in a living group. It's not like the group's going to grow to 100, 150 like a team page because people are rolling in and out at, you know, um, 60 or 90 day intervals. I say 60 because, you know, insanity is about 60 days. So even a living group is not that big, but you just want to make sure people don't get lost in there. Make sure you know who's in there and you're keeping tabs on them. Um, so that's kind of what I'll say about the 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 you know your job as a coach in there. You know, obviously to review, you want to make sure you're doing what you need to be doing, and then keeping track of your people and taking things offline when when you have any type of uh, coach or or customer who's not engaging like they should. Um, the other thing that I wanted to, to kind of talk about, and I mentioned it earlier, was, you know, of your, if it's five participants, if you're doing a single group, or if it's a living group, you're 15 to 20, you might have in there over a three-month period, you're going to notice a lot of your customers turning into mini-me's or versions of yourself. You're going to find cheerleaders, you're going to find customers who are not only rocking it out, but they're really inspiring other people and helping you out. It's not to be taken as a, a, a threat. That is something you want to welcome. When you see other, you know, challenge uh, customers um, engaging and really helping you do your job as a coach in that group. What I would recommend doing, and I know what I do, and I'm sure Christina does something similar, is I will offline, you know, send that individual a message very similar to the ones who aren't engaging. You just take it offline. And I'm not immediately saying you should become a coach. The first thing that I do is I'm thanking them. I thank them for their participation. I thank them for going above and beyond what I ever expected from my challenge customers and really helping me lead this group to success. And that thank you means the world to that, that challenger, that customer, because that, that, that shows them that you really are um, – you know, you really are thankful for the, the job that they're doing to not only better themselves, but to help you out uh, being so vocal in that group. 
you will naturally get a reply from them 99% of the time. I would say almost closer to 100, you're going to get a reply saying, no problem, this is really something I'm loving, I'm enjoying it. They're going to give you some type of glimpse as to what they're really enjoying about it and why they're so active in it. And there's your opportunity in the in the reply to basically say, have you ever given team you know coaching a, a consideration? You're now seeing what it's all about. You're seeing what I'm doing. You're seeing how I make a living with it. You know, it's a great, great opportunity for you yourself to go ahead and, and maybe get your own challenge group going and kind of do the same thing I'm doing. And through that little three-step process, the thank you, the reply, and then the re-reply, you will find that you will be very successful with bringing new people into your now coaching business um, and helping with your, you know, building your team from the Team Beachbody Challenge Group concept. So, you know, that's that's a great great byproduct of these challenges and obviously a goal that you should have is to be turning as many of your challengers into coaches by the end of their journey as possible. Um, I've heard some coaches be, you know, 70, 80 percent effective with turning their challengers into customers and that could be three to four members of their group. I think it's more on par with probably one to two, sometimes three. That's my average and uh, I'm sure that's probably something Christina will agree with. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to see people develop. I actually had one insanity group, and I probably have some of my insaniacs here on the call with us tonight, but I had one insanity group. Uh, I think we had 10 people in there, and uh, we turned out 80 to 90% of the group. I think there was only one person left that didn't sign up to become a coach at some point. <laughs> It was it was a ton of fun, though. We And then it was just the most inspiring group I've ever been in because now you're surrounded by just this positive energy. So that's definitely something you want to encourage in your groups and, and allow that. Don't um, stifle it and, you know, just allow that to happen and, and organically. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, guys, there's – some great information for the challenges. We're, we're coming up on about 15, 20 minutes left in the call. And uh, one of the things I really kind of wanted to touch on and, and close with in, in regards to the whole challenge group concept is basically how I um, position my challenges with what what is so important for our coaching business success club. I kind of want to tie those two together. And obviously this isn't a perfect science, but this is typically how I make Success Club on a monthly basis and how I kind of stagger everything to help me make Success Club as early as in the, in the month as possible because I know Christina will agree. Um, it's always our goal as leaders and, and those that make Success Club month in and month out to try to get that done and knocked out as early as you can in the month so we can take other opportunities to focus on our teams and do more of that. So... For me, in a perfect world, which is doesn't which doesn't happen every single month, but I'm pretty successful mm-hmm. in doing this. I'm always looking at getting my my new challengers in their group by around the tenth of every month. My goal is always right around the tenth, and to start them with their challenge. That means not not just get them in the group, but they're starting their workouts on the tenth. And people always ask me why the tenth? Why is that date so important? Well, it's not important. It's what I do. But it's important to me because what I do is it gives me the opportunity on the first of the month, whether it be you know the first, second, third of the month, usually no later than the third, but it gives me the opportunity to take the people that I have found in the previous month that were interested, the people that I had worked with, done the invite, invite, invite with in the previous month, and get them all geared up and ready to be contacted by me on the first to order their challenge packs. So, you know, I'm placing all my orders on that first, second, third of the month and letting Beachbody do what it has to do to get them in the mail to them so they can start on the 10th. So that's where the 10th comes in, why they start. But what's cool about it is when they place those orders in the first, second, third of the month, I usually have Success Club locked up and done. Because obviously with challenge groups and obviously turning people that were in your challenge group possibly into a coach, you have a great opportunity very early in every single month to get those points needed to have Success Club met and knocked out. Um, Christina's a veteran like myself. I've made Success Club 30 straight months. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that I miss. Does that mean I'll never miss it? No. I'm never going to say that's a possibility that I won't. 
but I'll tell you that my philosophy and my concept around it with challenge groups now makes it a lot easier for me to hit. So that's what I do. I'm not saying that I recommend it. I'm just telling you guys that's how I get my, my success club points every single month from the Team Beachbody Challenges and Challenge Packs, and that's how I line my points up to usually have success club met in that first week. Um, is it a perfect science? No. Sometimes I'm, I'm looking a little bit later than the first few days of the month to get those points that I need to make it, but I'm usually very early in the month and getting that successfully done. So that would be my advice. I've had a lot of great feedback from people. I um, spoke about this at our Super Saturday with Carl and Spaghi a couple of weeks ago and had just lots of messages from people around that, that that really helps them to not only do what's so important and focus on the challenge groups, but it also gives them the opportunity to kind of kill two birds with one stone and make Success Club at the same time. Now, Success Club is even easier to hit for the remaining part of this year. And this is what I wanted to kind of close this with before we kind of given you guys 5, 10, 15 minutes here for questions. But Success Club, as you know, for the months of October, you know, we're 11 days into the month now, and November and December is being given uh, an overhaul to where you do not need at least one of your points to come from a new coach sign-up which basically means those of you who may not be interested in building a team right now or just really want to focus on maybe some commissions for a while and just kind of get this challenge group concept going, you don't have that pressure to make success club by signing a coach. I obviously think that's still a great possibility that you should be looking at, but it's not necessary to make success club. You can make success club right now you know, with only the points that you get from commissions off of sale, you know, sales of your challenge packs. You get one challenge group going in the month of October with five people. You've just got, you just made ten points, and you will make success club if you don't need that coach point. Um, so, you know, whether you're looking at trying to make success club for the rest of this month or the rest of this year, it's just gotten much easier for you without the, uh, the added need for that one coach point. You may still have dreams and hopes and aspirations of getting on the the Disney World trip that, you know, Christina and I and so many coaches on this call will be going on, you can really knock it out of the park these next three months by getting racking up enough points with challenge packs. Who cares that you don't have the nine months that you need or maybe you're a brand-new coach, you don't have the six months for the fast track to get the free trip. You can get 50 points very easily in these three months alone with challenges and, and everything within and be able to go on the trip. Hell, I had three coaches last year alone. And when challenge when they ended the year with challenges just in November and December, we only had two months last year to end the post because they didn't even bring out challenge packs till October. Um, I had coaches just in those two months alone get enough points to go on the the Atlantis trip. So I know that you guys can rack up enough points to get to get on the Disney trip. So that's kind of my um, my whole view on the Team Beachbody challenges. What I'm doing. Uh, day in and day out to get people interested. You know, going back to my how I get my points and how I line them up for the first of the month. You know, the cool thing about making Success Club early in the month and getting all my challengers in by the 10th is I now have about 20 days to scout out, talk to people, and get people lined up and ready for my next group, my next group of my next graduating class coming in in the next month. So uh, once again, you know, I'll use those 20 days at, uh, after the 10th to kind of find new people for the next month. So on that first of the next month, I'm starting the process right over again. Anything to add, Christina? No, I think that pretty much covers it. I do exactly the same thing. I um, I, I line it all up so that I, I, it knocks out Success Club early on, and I don't have to worry about it. Then I can focus on helping my coaches get theirs and, and taking as many extra points as I can. So, yeah, it's, it's the only way, in my opinion, to do it. And um, I would love to see all of our coaches go to Disney with us. It's going to be a great time. So hopefully yeah, if you, if you guys take advantage. anything away from this call, obviously, it's the importance of running a Team Beachbody Challenge. You now know how to be effective and do that. You now obviously have some good tips. And the second thing is Success Club. You know, if you're doing two things for your business, if you're focusing on getting a challenge group every single month going, 
and you just maybe you can't find five people. Just team up with your success partner and start a group together. Who cares if you don't have five people? You know, if you can team up with another coach and get a group going together, that's a great, great alternative to still running a group every single month. Um, and then the second thing is is focus on Success Club because obviously with Success Club comes not only these these great trips that they give us, but it comes the free customer or free coach leads. It comes with the free Shakeology customers that they sign through the retail side of the business. There's so many perks, you know, with 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 doing both of these things: the Challenge Pack, Challenge Group concept, and Success Club. Okay, guys, we have about ten. 15 minutes left. Um, I would love to see the next. We actually have 13 minutes left. I would love to see those 13 minutes here filled with questions of any sort, of any nature, about anything that we talked about. Jeffrey, I have a question. Hey, Christy, I know that. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) I have a question for Christina, and I (laughs) would, I would like to know if you could go into more detail exactly how like maybe use like your homeschooling as an example um how you're going into onto a page creating a friendship maybe asking them to be your friend on facebook if you go more into detail on that process so i mean people that are on facebook in general are fairly social they wouldn't be necessarily on facebook if they if they weren't if at least a little social. And so if you can go on to, just like you would P90X or Insanity or any of those pages, figure out what things you're interested in. Go like those pages and interact with people on those pages. And usually if you have any kind of interaction with them publicly, then you can send them a private message and continue your conversation. Hey, I really like what you were saying over there about, you know, whatever, the science curriculum you're using or, you know, the fishing rod that you went out with and deep sea fishing or whatever it is that you guys are talking about and take it one step further. And then once you get a little bit of a a back and forth started, you know, in private message, then it's just natural to take it to the next level and and send them a friend request or don't be surprised if they send you one. So it's it's really just back to relationship basics, right? Just getting out and meeting people and connecting with people and kind of taking not overthinking it, don't overthink it and overanalyze it and just go out and meet people like you like you would without Beachbody. Are you doing um, this over Facebook and groups or is this like on regular online over the internet well um, i i personally stick to the walls of facebook i've had coaches okay. have great luck with pinterest um i've had coaches have wonderful luck with instagram i don't particularly i seem to collect a lot of international people on instagram which is fine because eventually there'll be great connections but um Pinterest seems to be a big one. You can, I mean, how hard is it to connect with somebody on Pinterest? Because you're interacting with people through visual pictures. And all of us, or, or most of us at least, are very visual people. So we can go in there and, you know, if there's a recipe or something, hey, this is great. Have you tried it? You know, and usually you can get a back and forth. And most people have their Facebook and their Twitter pages listed on their Pinterest page. So if you go to their Pinterest main profile page, you usually will find their Twitter and Facebook page. So now that you've made a connection with them on Pinterest, you can carry that connection into some of the other social medias. And I always try to funnel everyone that I connect with into Facebook. It's kind of my hub. So if you can imagine a network and Pinterest and Instagram and Twitter and all of those are all like outside legs of, of my network. And then Facebook is my hub. So I I try to keep everyone there. It's easier for me. And when I send out an event or I send out invites for challenge groups, they're all in one place, nice and tidy. So that's how I do it. Um, And it really works a lot better for me at least than trying to stay within the beach body, the confines of the beach body community because there are so many people not reaching outside of that community, that it's, um, there's just so many more people out there and we're limiting ourselves to so few. 
Now, when you invite people, thank you, that really, really helps. Um, when you invite people to your challenge, do you inbox people? Do you personally do the Tommy Five Step? I know you said that you, uh, I thought you said on the phone call that you were doing that, but do you just do that or do you send a big invite to a bunch of different people on Facebook? Um, how are you doing that? I do both, and I would be more than happy to share both with you. Um, you can find a copy of my math events, like the write-up of my math events on my blog site, findtheburn.com, and you'll see them on there. Or I do Tommy's method. Tommy's method works very well, and I've used it time and time again. It's, it's priceless. It's um, findtheburn.com? Yes. Yes. That's, yes, that's it. Sorry, it's like two hours past my bedtime. I have a question from uh, one of my coaches. Jeff, I'm going to let you take this one because this is I've I can always give her my opinion behind you know after the call, but I'd like to hear your opinion too sure. on this one. What happens when that person? Okay, so. Um, when somebody in your challenge group doesn't follow through with your requirements, like say you set out the requirements that they have to get a challenge back and they have to stay on Shakeology through the 90 days to be in the, because that's kind of what she's referencing here. Like they're supposed to, say for example, having to have Shakeology for 90 days, but they only do it for 30. How do I handle that or do I just kick them out? Yep. Well, every every group or every person is going to give you a different opinion on it, and I'm sure Christine is going to have her own. But I'll tell you how I handle it. For me, you know, I've kind of went to I I almost have to. I've almost because it can it can really negatively affect the rest of the group if you don't. I really went to a kind of black and white format with this, you know, because I've very clearly set the guidelines before, you know, in that conversation when the person orders a challenge pack and we kind of talk more after about how the group works. I set that tone that for the entire 60 days that we're doing Insanity or 90 days we're doing P90X, you know, we're going to be dedicating each day to posting in this group that you got your workout in and we're eating as clean as we can and from the nutrition plan as possible. Um, but I'm also saying that Shakeology is required, meaning if I see your cancellation of it, um, that, that is going to be removal from the group for me. It's the same concept for me as when somebody falls off and just doesn't post, and I've made that attempt to bring them back in or reel them back into the group. I have to make a hard decision and remove them from the group because what I have found in my experiences over the last year, somebody that's not doing Shakeology is found out pretty darn quick by the rest of the group. They're very cognizant of that, and their, their, their intuition is there and or somebody who just is not posting and um, but still remains in the group, that's, that sends a bad message that you just don't need to do what you were expected to do. So I've set clear delineation and lines that you will be removed. This is a, a, an accountability group as much as it is a challenge group for yourself. It's an accountability group when everybody's depending on each other. So I have went to a very black and white stance with that, that if I get a, a message or if I see that you're, HD was canceled, because I do check that, that is obviously going to spur a discussion first with them to give them the opportunity to get back on it, or they are removed from the group. That's how I handle it, Christina. Okay. I'm, I, I would actually, this is a topic I would like to take off line with you privately. This is interesting. So I've tried it that way, and I'll kind of give you guys my feedback just because uh, this is a great, great topic, and there's lots and lots and lots of different approaches to this. And you have to figure out what works for you. And I'm ecstatic that um, I love the, uh, I'm sure everybody on the call heard it, like that authoritative voice that Jeff took with that and that this is how we're going to do it and this is, it's pretty black and white and it's going to happen this way and at the end of the day, if, if that's the groundwork that you lay, then you're going to have more success. Your percentage of success within the group is going to be much higher and this is an area that I struggle with because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so soft sometimes, Jeff, you might have to kick me in the pants a little bit and be just like, oh, well. But you're right. It absolutely affects the morale of the group. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and just to take it even a step further, I'm also, 
very open to the fact of letting people join a challenge group without buying a challenge pack, meaning they might already own P90X and they just need the Shakeology. Or they might already be one of my Shakeology customers and just wants to pick up the P90X. You know, there's obviously a little tip there that you can do to still get the challenge pack. You can have them cancel their Shakeology and restart it and get the points. But what I'm getting at is um, taking the example of somebody that's already got P90X and just needs to get the Shakeology, I'm not going to make them buy a challenge pack to be in my group. You know, they just have to pick up that intangible item to have both of them for the group with everybody else. So, you know, even though I may be black and white with the rules in there, I'm also very um, open to the fact that allowing people to, to join the group without necessarily needing a challenge pack if they already have one or the other. Right. I Yeah, I absolutely do the same thing. I piece, piecemeal things together. Yep. And just as long as they have the program and they have Shakeology, and some coaches take it the next step further, which I – I don't so much, and I, you may on this, Jeff, but I don't require them to have club, which is part of the challenge pack. So I, you know, as long as they have their program and they have Shakeology, then I'm, however yeah. they got it, cool. Yep, it's, I'm I'm the same way with the club. I'm lenient with that. Obviously, try it for the 30 days, and if you don't like it, you're getting three free 30 days with the challenge pack anyways, you know, and try it for the 30 days, and if you don't like it, that's your personal choice because you obviously can be very successful with nutrition plans that come with the program but i have found that a lot of people love the club christina i love it i yeah. absolutely love it since but they, I, yep since they fixed that meal plan wizard about a year ago it is incredible to spit out mm-hmm. a meal plan now yeah i love it and but my thing is just trying to get them started like i just want to get people started and then so at 30 days at that point i you know maybe i can get them looking at club or something then but I just want to get people a start date and because I feel like that's, that's why we're here. That's what we're responsible for. We're responsible for changing people's lives. And we can't get them started, then you're never going to get them to progress. Yep. So if, it, if I put all, all these crazy requirements on people, well, you, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that, and they're just going to walk away. So I, club is something that I've just personally chose to um, – I do address it with them because as soon as they start talking to me about struggling with their nutrition, I plug them into it. Yep. But right out of the gate, I'm pretty lenient about it. And one of the things I do in my group, because obviously with new people, with a new crop of people coming in, you know, right around the, the 10th of every month, but their order is being placed the first, second, or third, which is going to be 30 days later, their club would actually renew at a cost. At about the 28th, 29th of every month, I had my iPhone just set to remind me to put a post in the group for anybody who didn't want to be on club Mm -hmm. or didn't see the great benefits of it. Please make sure you call Beachbody because I don't like surprises either from the people as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Some good questions. Some good questions. Are there any more? I don't see any posted on Team Sparty, my page. I don't know if you have any on Team Lightning. I don't have any. Live here in the call. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, the, the call's open, so if you want to jump in. Your questions very quiet tonight, and they're unmuted. Wow, they must be just. They probably all took my advice and hit star six and shouting at the phone. Don't realize they're on mute right now. Jeff yeah. or Christina, this is uh, this is Eric Daly. Um, hey, Eric. My question is: in setting up a Facebook group, is it too much information to maybe upload the file, the PDF that we get in our back office, so that it's available for the people in the group? When you say PDF, are you talking about the seven the, steps? The, the, the challenge um, information that we're given now. Oh, the, you're talking about all the different flyers on, on and documents in that? The 90-day program. Um, you know, as long as the documents, and Christina may have a different opinion. I'll give you mine. She can give you hers. As long as a document isn't like a coach training document showing you how to run a challenge, um, it's more or less just great information about the benefits of club or maybe, you know, expectations around the challenge group itself or maybe information about the products that they're using that can benefit them. Yes, just, I'm just all for it. what we're actually doing, not, not what teaches us how to do it. Yep, I'm all for that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of using the file and doc section in any group. Um, I use them for my boot camp groups right now with my coaches as well as my team page and putting documents up there because it makes my job as a coach much easier when they can go reference something. So okay. I'm a big fan of it, just as long as what you're putting up there obviously isn't meant for your eyes. 
And, and one other question. Um, I'm getting ready to start Body Beast next month. And as far as with the challenge group with Beast, yep. do you push Shakeology or do you push the Beast supplement? Yeah, that was, it's funny you say that because that's really the main reason that I started a body. And you, you really broach a good subject here. I'm going to explain why I did that as well as why I also run a separate Ultimate Reset group. But the main reason that I have Body Beast and Ultimate Reset separate is because of that Shakeology factor. Um, obviously, with with Body Beast, Shakeology is mentioned in the book, and it is a big part of Body Beast. But there's a whole line of supplements that obviously are, are to be used as well: the Zuma, the Creatine, the Fuel Shot, and the um, the Fish. Protein Blend. Um, yeah. I haven't a loss for what it's called right now. But um, that's the main reason why I separated that, Eric, is mainly because Shakeology, for the most part, is not the most prevalent supplement supplementation taken during the Body Beast group, even though me, myself, still use Shakeology every day. I just use it with one of my beast shakes. And you're going to know what I mean more when you start the program. There's a whole section of the nutrition book about what Sagi Kalev calls the beast shakes. There's different formats of them. There's a tiger shake and the the lion shake, and, and it's all based on calories and putting that, those calories in your body. So Body Beast is a really different program in the sense that Shakeology has a little page in it, but it's not the prevalent part of it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, and I plan the same, staying yep. on Shakeology. Uh, I'm still talk, we still talk about it in the group, and for the most part, 90%, if not more, of, of the group of customers' blend of coaches in my, in my, my group are all using Shakeology every day. They just mix it into one of their B shakes. Okay. So, um, and then to, to touch on a little bit further, the reason I also run a separate Ultimate Reset group is kind of the same reason. Shakeology, even more than, than Body Beast, is not, actually, you can do the whole Ultimate Reset without doing Shakeology at all. It can be substituted, you know, for your breakfast, the Tropical or the Chocolate Vegan, even though Chocolate Vegan, just for your reference, is not recommended by Beachbody because the natural cacao has caffeine in it, whereas Tropical does not. Um, Tropical is the only truly approved Shakeology for the reset, but it's not even in the book mentioned because they really want you to do the fruit for the 21 days or whatever they have subscribed for breakfast, but Beachbody, as an afterthought, has given you the ability to substitute Tropical in for a breakfast here and there. So I actually run a separate reset group because, A, of that, and B, it's such a different program because there's no working out at all in the Ultimate Reset that it, it was very awkward having people in your challenge groups with fitness be doing Ultimate Reset. It was sending yeah, kind I, of I appreciated your pictures you put up today. Since yeah, it was kind reset. of that was, yeah. that was very nice of you. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of sending a, a mixed signal for the, the Ultimate Resetters and regular fitness challenge groups for not working out. So we put together our own Ultimate Reset group, which has grown to over 150 people in there. The Ultimate Reset challenge groups and challengers are a much different animal. A lot of them are on this call probably. When the reset is done, they're still practicing some of that maintenance and those vegan ways, so they stay in the group for the interaction and the accountability. But they also stay in the group to help the new people coming in, the new crop of resetters in there with their journey as well. So that group continues to grow, and it's a great, great fun group. Well, thanks again, Jeff and you, Christina. You, I appreciate it. I think that's all the questions I had. I you bet, and I may be seeing you, what, in a couple of weeks, Eric? Uh, yes, I'm, I'll pick your brain some more. If you're going to be in Orlando, then I'm definitely going to have to sit down with you. Yeah, I'm looking to be out there. As of right now, it's looking good. That's wonderful. All right, Jeff. Thanks. Any other questions, gang? I know we went a little bit over, and I'm willing to stay on until the last question is asked. Give everybody an opportunity to unmute your lines. Okay, Christina, I think we rocked it. Yay! Thanks, everybody, for coming tonight. I appreciate you guys taking time away from your families and your your you know night jobs or whatever it is you you have you know on these Thursday nights to make this a priority and to be on these calls. It's really, really important for us to come together as a team and as a community to learn with one another. I learn um, from each and every one of you guys every day, you know, just as much as I hope that you learn from Jeff and I. 
Yep, with now. as many people as we have on right now, guys, we could we could have a lot more. So please make sure you're sharing with your coaches that we do have this Thursday night call, gang. Let them know that we're having it. Copy the information you see on the team page and maybe send it to your coaches privately so they know about it. Understandably, some people can't make it because of day jobs. They're going to bed early or whatever, which is why we record these calls. And Christine and I will be posting the recorded information probably sometime tomorrow morning when it posts on our page that it's available. We'll be posting the information for you to call in and listen to the recording or if I can figure out a way to click on it and, and, and bring it up through the Internet and stream it, we'll be posting that. So please make sure you send the recording out to your teams too and so they have it. Um, I will tease you guys. Um, we're going to have a – I'm not sure if it's next week or, or when, but we're going to have – a very, very good call coming up with one of our fitness trainers on a product that Eric and I just talked about. So, um, we're probably going to have Sagi at, at, a, at a very, in a very near future here for a call. And I can pretty much guarantee you that call probably will max out Christina. Oh, I am so excited. I am actually in the middle of doing Body Beast myself, and I'm, I'd like to yell at Sagi a little bit that none of my clothes fit him, but I'd also like to thank him that I probably have more muscle mass than I've ever had in my life. So and I'm funny. really super excited. And it's funny, you and I talked about it earlier. You guys are not going to want to miss that call because Sagi Kalev is not at all what you see in the videos. I had the opportunity to spend three days with him here. He came up for our Super Saturday, and he actually um, roomed with us in our cabin up there in Alpena, Michigan. We got to spend three intimate days with him, and one of the most intelligent, deep, spiritual people that I've ever met. Um, he's definitely going to change your view of, of what you see is not what you get. He's a great individual, and you guys will learn more from him probably just from personal development and how to run your businesses and how to be a better coach, and you'll ever learn about what to do in the gym. So it's going to be a great call. So look forward to that, guys, and you'll be seeing us tease that probably in the next week or two. Yay. All right, everybody. I'm going to go watch the Tigers. Have a great night. Thanks, Jeff. Take Have care. a good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks. Thanks.